Welcome to Kundalini Yoga and Meditation Confessions, the daily podcast where I share my experiences with the technology. My name is Ananda Savitri Carr, and I'm a Kundalini Yoga and Meditation teacher in Dallas, Texas. I want to talk about something a little controversial today, but it shouldn't be controversial because my alignment with this is the same thing that Yogi Bhajan preached. Now, Yogi Bhajan often preached one thing and practiced another, but I think we've generally found what he preached is correct. What he practiced was wrong. So I think aligning ourselves with what he preached rather than what he practiced is important. And learning to discern the difference between the two is an important part of the journey as a teacher. Now, I'm only level one. I haven't done my level two trainings yet. I really feel called to get my teaching business off the ground before I move into my level two and level three trainings. Um, So there may be more information that comes to light later for me on this topic, but I know people who have gone through the level two and level three training and I've witnessed them on their journey. So I feel like I can speak to some extent on this. Um, The topic is religion. And religion has become a dirty word because most of us are traumatized by religion. There is not a single major world religion that has not been touched by widespread scandal and corruption. There have been sex scandals and corruption at every level in every religion. You look at the Christian religions. um, Sikhism, we don't see as much of that, probably because it's a smaller religious group. We know that it... um, There's a lot of sex scandals and corruption in the Mormon church. Um, And actually, no, that's not true about Sikhism because I attended a call about it and I heard someone discussing how their local, I don't remember what they call it, their their local Gurdwara, uh, there was a sex scandal and she had to help someone through the process of seeking justice and accountability through that. And it was really difficult. And it sounded just like what you hear with, you know, the Southern Baptist Convention had their whole thing come out a few years ago and we've seen it happen in the catholic church and um we've seen it with buddhist temples um i'm not sure about hindus i don't have as many connections in the hindu faith i didn't spend a ton a ton of time with the hindu stuff it was a lot of fun when i did explore the hinduism but i sort of knew that was not my my end journey um but the point is all of the major world religions have corruption and sex scandals really just because They're all humans trying to find a way to worship God. And as long as we're humans, we're going to have problems. Money corrupts. Humans have desires and trouble controlling those desires. So, you know, discipline is always an issue. But the point is, kundalini yoga and meditation is not a religious system, but it is compatible with all religions. Now, It can be a little confusing in the beginning trying to reconcile the two, but Yogi Bhajan was very clear. They are not the same, and he didn't say it outright, but kundalini yoga and meditation is not a replacement for religion. And he shows this because he had his followers convert to a major world religion, which was Sikhism. Now, they didn't exactly realize that's what they were doing, but... That is what he taught. That's what they practiced. That's what they continue to practice at the Gurdwara um, out by Yogi Bhajan's ranch in New Mexico. So um, that was something that he taught and he practiced to some extent. I wouldn't say he was a model Sikh because he really wasn't. Um, He sort of weaseled his way into his authority position there, uh, which we now know. (laughs) But the point being, 
I've seen a lot of teachers that don't join a major world religion or they only join Yogi Bhajan's version of Sikhism. And there's a problem with that. Um, when you're only doing the Kundalini Yoga and meditation and you're not a part of a major world religion that's fully integrated, meaning if you choose Sikhism as your path, you're not just a Yogi Bhajan Sikhism. You're not just a KRI Sikhism. You are plugged into your local Gurdwara practicing the way everyone else does. Um, then you're not fully integrated into your humanity. One of the problems that comes about with the Kundalini Yoga is that when we find this, this access to the power of God through our work, we tend to start to believe that we are God. And we start to lose our faith in the God outside of us and think that all of the power resides within us and it becomes an ego problem. We've seen this with... Um, Yogi Bhajan, of course, he's a great example of that. And there have been other teachers as well who find themselves at the top of the mountain <clears throat> sort of wielding their power and manipulation over their students and creating a cult of their own. And this only happens in people who are lost and searching. This doesn't happen to people who are plugged into their own faith practice and that would be a major world religious faith practice. And there's some sort of a protection that happens when you're plugged into that because there's a certain level of humility when you're putting yourself within this hierarchy where you're just a regular person and there are people who are, you know, clergy that are taking on positions within that system of faith where they are held responsible and accountable. Now, of course, as humans, it's not going to be perfect. No system of accountability ever is perfect. But just being within that system and not only exclusively in the loose structure of kundalini yoga, it tends to keep you safe. Now, the problem comes about in this because most students of kundalini yoga and meditation have been traumatized by religion. And I'm not downplaying that at all. Of course, we're traumatized by religion. Look at what we have seen since we have mass media and the internet. Suddenly we have access to all of this information. So not only are we aware of the traumas we've personally experienced, the traumas we've witnessed personally in other people that we know, but now we know about the traumas that happen in the town over, in the state over, in the country over. Now we know that there are scandals in every major world religion all the time, constantly happening, and it's been that way since the beginning of time. That is traumatizing to recognize. There's just, there's no way around it. So what I have witnessed is that in the beginning of the Kundalini Yoga and meditation, we become enraptured by the idea that we don't have to be a part of a major world religion to have a close connection with God, and it can be a loose structure, and we don't have to submit ourselves to a religious authority. And that's really sort of a lie, um, but we need that lie to be able to heal. We need to have that connection to the technology so that we can dive deep in it and do the deep healing work that will actually end up healing that religious trauma. Because here's the thing, when we are plugged into a major world religion, there's a sense of community and understanding of how we fit into the cosmos that has the humility that we need to extend grace, understanding, and forgiveness to everyone around us, including leadership in major world religions. When we can have that understanding of leadership and we can extend them grace and understanding and forgiveness, that is when we are truly the most united with God. When we are holding ourselves back from them saying they're wrong and I'm right, we are separated from God because that's one of the core teachings that the other person is you and guess what? The Holy Spirit dwells in that other person too. 
even the most evil person you can imagine, the Holy Spirit dwells in them. There's no one religion that has a monopoly on the Holy Spirit. There's no one religion that has the monopoly on God and how to connect with God. All religions are able to do that. Even the Vatican, which is the most powerful structure and the biggest, most powerful church on the planet, the Catholic Church, even they recognize that they don't have a monopoly on the Holy Spirit and that the Holy Spirit works within every religion. So it's not wrong to say that every religion has good in it and they all have merit. And this is why I really push my students that, yes, you're probably showing up in my class because you need healing and you can't find it at church or maybe you can't go to church anymore. Maybe the church really, really hurt you. But the end goal is to re-deliver you to the church in a healed state. Now, I'm not going to lie to you. It's a long journey to get there and it's not easy. But that is the end goal because our families are usually still plugged into the church. Now, some people are not born into churches and they are seeking and they are lost. And that is a much more difficult situation, but that's not my situation. So I can't speak to that as well. And I've only known a couple clients who come from that. So I'm still researching that, but I can definitely speak to growing up in a church, being traumatized by it, feeling forced to leave it, and then using the Kundalini Yoga technology to heal that root wound and come back into communion with a major world religion. Um, this is a really big topic, and it's not an easy one to discuss, and I'm just getting started on it, but I just thought I would introduce the concept because it's a theme that keeps coming up for me, it keeps coming up for my students, and it is an ongoing practice every bit as much as kundalini yoga and meditation is. You can't have one without the other, and the two work best together. And Yogi Bhajan knew that. In The Master's Touch, he talks about how he uses the Catholic saints, because that system works. And it's about finding what works. And knowing that all religions have access to the Holy Spirit, then that means that they all work. 